when you bend over Mm -hmm. i can finally do a spread leg stretch reach my toe and touch it and i I haven't been able to do that in i think 12 years so when you were 30 yeah when i was back when i was 30 i could touch my toes i was a limber man yeah i mean you were on your way to the olympics until the accident and it really changed everything (laughs) when you got all I forget what it was. It was some wrestling incident where your coach brought in a gun and shot the wrestler. <laughs> I made it out by the skin know. of my actual teeth. He was about to curb stomp me before I rolled away. Yeah. And then I tried to uh, enter the Paralympics, but they said being old is not a disability. Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, the game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen. I'm your co-host, Wes, and this is your other co-host, Ethan, and who just got canceled. Every I'm every <laughs> every cold open to this episode is now Wes trying to talk me into canceling myself with a joke, and somehow I fall for it every time. Well, until you start taking the initiative to open up the the podcast. Maybe Fair I enough. should be the, I think I'm the host of this show, and I think you're my correspondent. <laughs> I'm on the scene. <laughs> on location. I need everyone to know that every episode of this show, I'm in a new place because I'm on location. <laughs> we started it a year ago where we thought it would be fun for uh, people to write in and guess where Ethan is, but then we just forgot yeah, to include so if, the the hints. <laughs> I mean, the hint was always based on the movie that's being quizzed. Oh, that's right. That's why you were uh, in a junkyard <laughs> last week. Yeah, last week I was in a junkyard. Everyone, this week, if you can listen to the sound of the waves behind me, I am in a sensory deprivation chamber. Hmm. What I always knew was the location of Moana. <laughs> well, the thing is, I can't give too many clues to Wes when it's my quiz. You don't... You <laughs> Waves is a hint. Waves is a hint. Waves is always a hint. How little do you expect me to know about Moana? <laughs> None. I know it's going to blow your mind when I tell you Dwayne the Rock Johnson is in this movie. <laughs> Fuck. It As he is Allen. with most movies now. <laughs> Hell, he wants to be James Bond. And I just kept thinking, hey, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> if you have enough money, you can make anything happen. Wouldn't Idris Elba already be James Bond at that point? <laughs> he, okay. We've already determined that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is one of the richest act working actors right now. We? We. You, you and, and I, I? We studied. We ran the numbers. <laughs> Crunched some numbers. We asked the hard questions. 
This is hard hitting on the field journalism that we're doing. <laughs> I'm not out here fighting for my life every week to not get these answers. In the IRS meeting room where they're doing an audit of Dwayne the Rock Johnson's tax returns. How did you figure out where my sensory deprivation tank is? <laughs> Every IRS desk is in a sense step chamber. <laughs> I was thinking it's where they shove the person who's being audited until the audit's <laughs> complete. <laughs> <laughs> they try to convince them that they've been moved to the debtor's plane. <laughs> We've moved past debtor's prisons. It's now a new plane of existence. They're, they're trying to move it in even to another cyberspace dimension by just trying to they they've been when i was audited they just cut <laughs> me open and put an ethernet cable in thinking that would work but <laughs> now, now west just gets um 4g lte <laughs> and i'm sterile <laughs> <laughs> i thought i thought you were always sterile yeah, I've just changed the conversation to the sandlot. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about sterility and male infertility. Um, the movie that makes me want to be sterile. <laughs> Let's get back on the rails. The sandlot. Uh, so open-ended questions. Why haven't you seen it? What do you know about it? Uh, as we both established, this movie wasn't made for us, so you didn't watch it solely because of that. Um, I'm not going to talk about your other reason. What do you know about it? <laughs> you said uh, this is the movie where they say, you're killing me, Smalls. Uh, it's the catcher who says it. Uh, it's a sandlot for the neighborhood. Kids play baseball, and they hit a baseball through a haunted house. Where there's a mad dog, there's misogyny, specifically girls wanting to play and they're not allowed to. Uh, and uh, the catcher wants. What's this note? I guess you gotta give uh, him a point if you something about a it. pitcher. <clears throat> we want a pitcher, not a belly itcher. I gave you three quarters points. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. <laughs> You said enough things that were correct, but enough things that were wrong that I had to subtract something. (laughs) And I think that's fair. What you're describing with the girls want to play is The Sandlot (laughs) 2. And and, uh, the Sandlot movie I have seen. uh, The Sandlot heading home. Mm. And there is no haunted house, but there is a house that no one wants to go to with the mad dog in it. It's like kind of haunted... Haunted by a blind man. (laughs) (laughs) What are the four different kinds of weenies Scotty is called? Okay, uh, I'm mad mostly because I didn't didn't categorize one of them as a real type of weenie. All right. Go for it. (laughs) (laughs) So you do listen to American Journal of losers uh frequently mm-hmm. uh this Every is week. featured in the in the uh opening uh 
song? The answers are <laughs> L7 Weedy, Oscar, Oscar Mayer, Dodger Dog, and Footlong. You only got Footlong, Dodger Dog. It's on me for forgetting Oscar so, Mayer. That, that was a real yeah. faceplant moment. What is an L7 Weenie? Because I hear it every episode. And I I always thought that it was like a level 7 loser or something like that. Yeah, let's look it up. Urban Dictionary time. It's a term made popular by the movie The Sandlot. It refers to someone who is lame or uncool. Okay? Doesn't break it down. L7 is a square. Why is it? Oh! L and then seven, and you put them together with your fingers, and it makes a square. Gotcha. Okay. So he's a square wiener trying to fit into a round hole. <laughs> wow, this, the Sandlot kids really put in some... Do you think that kid was just sitting at home, like, finger... Uh, his Squints? Like, Absolutely. <laughs> pencil was twiddling between his fingers, and he's just thinking... Hmm. How am I going to burn this new kid? <laughs> I have to look cool in front of everyone, but I got to be unique. Or like one of those like ball, like, I don't know what they're called. Like the Fushiki? magic balls. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to know I think about the Fushigi <laughs> ball every day. So for any Dungeons and Dragons uh, people out there. I've been thinking long and hard about how to create a character that casts magic using the Fushigi ball. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> what's the, so you got a half point. What's behind the fence? You said angry dog or a haven of nude women bathing. Uh, you got the angry dog, so you got a point. Well, we don't know what else James Earl Jones <laughs> has in that house. Well, I saw one room. Uh, who is the Sultan of Swat, the Caliph of Clout, the Behemoth of Bust? Your initial reaction was, uh, which is all I really wanted from asking <laughs> this question was to prove that you <laughs> were, uh, the, you would be the Scotty <laughs> in this movie. I love, <laughs> honestly, his entire, every reaction he has to learning new things about baseball is incredible. <laughs> Uh, but you were able to correctly guess Babe Ruth. Because the only other person it might have been is like, I don't know, Jackie Robinson. But right, I yeah. feel like he wasn't nearly as popular. Mm-hmm. Especially in the 50s. Was he around? Wes, you're asking me about history. Please. <laughs> you need to break this down for me. When did Jackie Robinson... Kira! What? When did Jackie Robinson play baseball? In the 50s. In the 50s. So he yeah. might have been popular. Thank you, Kira. We we don't know. Uh, he he played in the fifties. You were right. It was the fifties, forties, and fifties. Yes. But I'm guessing amongst this specific group of boys, he probably wouldn't have been popular. <laughs> <laughs> hey hey hey! Hold on hold on. They have some kids of color in that group. Okay, they have two. <laughs> <laughs> what? They have three. Who's the third? Um, one of those kids looks a little Hispanic. <laughs> I had my paint swatches up against the screen. 
No one can... I need to look at this cast list so that I'm not racist. Someone help me. <laughs> Moving on. How does Scott learn to catch and throw with the boys? You said he would learn to catch with a slingshot and... Just be basically behind. beaten and bullied. Close behind to throw. I don't know what that note is, but there, it was wrong. Uh, he essentially learns to catch by... Do you remember? Yeah, Can he's just hint? told to hold his hand in the air and feel it. <laughs> yeah. And Which, then the ball was just hit into his glove. <laughs> because Benny is that good. Yeah. That is His ability interesting... to throw, though... It's just something he picks up immediately after learning how to catch. <laughs> you see him throw it in. Well, that's not true. Second Benny base. does tell him how to throw. Like, he was just throwing wrong. Yeah, well, he was told how to throw, but he was still doing it wrong. Hmm. But then after he was able to catch it successfully, for some reason, throwing just clicked. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, <laughs> no, I'll I'll talk about that later. But I think that for some reason that scene really resonated with me because just holding your hand in the air, I feel like your body would instinctively move to catch it. If that was your intention. Uh, so you're leaving the open-ended questions with 3.25 points. Not bad. Yeah. Multiple choice. How long must the beast be chained up for? Please tell me I said forever. You said until the dog pound comes. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Forever. Forever. <laughs> it's very SpongeBob editing. Yeah, it's the uh, thing I remember the most from this movie. <laughs> Kira said that that moment is also burned into her brain. <laughs> How did the beast grow so large? Do you remember? Uh, he ate. Like, full sides of beef or something? Yep. Whole sides of beef. You said there is no reason. (laughs) (laughs) What did the boys decide to do instead of baseball on a hot day? You got this one right. I did. They go to scam pool, honeys. Yeah. (laughs) Which isn't even really true. They don't scam anyone. No. There's no scamming. That's and honestly, that's why I thought that you had said skim because I thought it was like old fifties terminology for picking up chicks. Mm-hmm. And I thought, now, casual misogyny aside, <laughs> I think that highlighting the fact that none of them were actually there to talk to women because they wouldn't know what to do, right, was funny. Yes. It was an accurate portrayal of the times. Of being a young boy in the 50s, I feel like that is relatable. Yes. Before you're taught to be better. If you're taught to be better. If you're taught to be better. Good point. (laughs) I would assume many of these kids in the world of the movie were not taught to be better. And 30 years later would do the same thing at the pool. (laughs) Who lives in the house behind the fence? It's James Earl Jones. Uh, you thought it was James, James Avery. Avery. Yeah. I don't think James Avery would have been old enough when this came out. I think he could have done it. 
This isn't worth me looking up. Well, Fresh Prince was on in the 90s, right? Yeah, that's true. And this was an 80s movie. Yeah, so James Avery, I mean, he would have been younger. Yeah. Presumably. <laughs> but I feel like James Earl Jones was like the exact right age for the type of like sure, yeah. kind of creepy older man character. Also, I don't think I've ever seen James Earl Jones uh, in purpose in person. I've only ever heard his voice <laughs> On until <purpose>. now. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> ever tried to see James Earl Jones. It's Let always an accident. <laughs> I went into this movie thinking I was going to see James Avery. You tricked me. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he could have played Darth Vader. <laughs> I don't know. His body type has always been like that. <laughs> Still he done it. But that said, uh, I loved him in this movie. He was great. Yeah. Uh, extra credit, you guessed that the disability he has is Lou Gehrig's disease after just guessing wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Very offensive. Uh, no way for me to have cleaned that up last episode. I desperately tried to go, how do I make this not make me look as bad? And there was no way. <laughs> What stupid thing do the kids do at the carnival? You got this one right. I love this scene. <laughs> they take chewing tobacco yeah. and they all vomit on the carnival ride. Yeah, at first when they're on the carnival ride, you think, uh, oh, they're they're gonna play it safe, you're not gonna see any puke. But boy do you, <laughs> you <laughs> Buddy, you see some puke. <laughs> some very realistic puke. That carnival ride seemed so long, and I think that shot that was shot in a way just to make it make you feel what they felt. Right. I think there is no better piece of movie propaganda to get kids to not take chew. <laughs> I was so glad that they they took like handfuls of chewing tobacco. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is what dumb fucking kids would do. <laughs> All right, true or false, Scotty only eats s'mores, which the other kids find crazy. He doesn't know what a s'more is. Which I actually find crazier. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, this is the pre-internet world. (laughs) But he's a white We all Googled what a s'more was. (laughs) Is that how you learned what a s'more was? Buzz Lightyear doesn't know what s'mores are. And he lived in the pre-internet world. We don't know that until we see Lightyear. (laughs) But you did correctly guess false, so you got the point. Hmm. Although you did say that Skyler only eats s'mores and the other kids are actually just jealous. (laughs) Yeah, I got my reasoning wrong, but I got the answer right. Uh, Something about eating a marshmallow that was toasted off a candle seems gross to me what no i think that works i just i worry about wax residue on the marshmallow and i know that's a silly thing to think about when you're eating a marshmallow which is essentially just sugar and gelatin yeah all right uh (laughs) you said it was true that scotty has a black eye for most of the movie uh he does not yeah he just gets it early on Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell yeah I'll tell my story here 
Wes, how often did you play like catch with your relatives and your immediate family? Uh, almost never. Okay. Say I I played we with were relative... a badminton family. Ah, can't get your hands too dirty. I I constantly remember the day that my immediate family stopped playing catch, and it was very much my fault. It was on a day before school. My dad, my brother, and I were all in our driveway just playing catch with the baseball before the bus came. Uh, and I'm the worst throw and absolute worst catch in my family. Never been good at it. TL step throw. Just love doing it. Uh, so I'm like, let's put a little bit of sauce on this one for my brother to catch. <laughs> I don't know how to aim. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> None of us are wearing gloves, <laughs> but it is a real baseball. Uh, take it. Chuck it, bam, right into my brother's eye. He has a black eye for like a day and a half. <laughs> right before day school. Half. Day and a half is pretty short. Yeah. <laughs> he got lucky. But uh, immediately after he was hit, he had to get on the school bus and do a full day of school. Yeah. No ice pack available. Were you one of those schools that had to do class pictures like in the first day of school? Was that at registration? Um, I actually don't remember. I think, I think it was at registration as we when we did pictures. So he didn't have to worry about that because we were in the middle of the year. We never played catch again, and he's never forgiven me. <laughs> <laughs> you said it was true that Squints ends up marrying the girl he coerces into kissing him. Yeah, that yeah. happened. Isn't That's... that wild? I don't know how I feel about that part of the movie. I know how I feel. It's not good. <laughs> I don't feel good about it. Um, uh, Takara My- pretty much checked out of this movie like three minutes in and she like relocated. But she did overhear the whole pool thing. And then she was like, she even predicted what was going to happen. She's like, oh, someone's going to fake drown and you're going to get kissed by the lifeguard, whatever. It's a very predictable scene. Yeah. But then when there's the narration that's like, every time Squints walked by that pool, yeah, she the always lifeguard waved, waved and smiled. <laughs> Takar looked at me and she's like, what? <laughs> I remember when I was forced to kiss a child and he... <laughs> She seems so much older than them. Yeah, she's like seemingly like what if they're like ten. She looked to be maybe fourteen. Like I would I was gonna say like seventeen. Yeah. Oh well like you'd 20. have to be to be a life I think you the can 15... be a lifeguard at sixteen? Sixteen or seventeen, yeah. But hey, who knows? The rules in the fifties were different. Yeah. Anything goes. That was the most popular song of the 50s. You said it was false that Scotty's mom forces Scotty to ask Bill, his stepdad, how to play baseball, promising he has a time when Bill is in fact working. Um, that that does happen? Yes, it does okay. happen. <laughs> there is a point where Scotty's mom's like, 
go ask him. He has time now. <laughs> Scotty's like, no, no, he's busy. And she's like, no, he has time. Trust me. And then he goes and asks Phil, and Phil's like, I'm working. <laughs> In the middle of working, actually. <laughs> You're just setting your son up to have these self-esteem issues. Dennis Leary seems like a crypto bro. He doesn't have a real job. Yeah. Definitely I think he has a has secret family. Time. Oh, for sure. Anytime he was on screen in this movie, I'm like, this is not a good guy <laughs> that we're seeing. Did he... Did you ever see the movie Shiloh? Um, No, but I have seen Ice Age and he is Diego. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you said it was false that Scotty goes on to become a professional baseball player. You said he would become a rec league ump. <laughs> <laughs> what does he become? Uh, he becomes a baseball announcer. And honestly, I think that's really cute. I, yeah. I like that arc. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Who does become a professional baseball player? Benny. Yeah. the jet Benny <laughs> <laughs> jet Rodriguez <laughs> and you said it was true that it's revealed one of the boys is lost to the 60s Bertram <laughs> not the one I thought would be lost to the right. 60s it seems like it's just some random kid that's mm-hmm. lost to the sixties, which makes me feel like it's far no more nefarious. <laughs> yeah, he was murdered. He was Bobby Fisher. He like <laughs> he didn't he didn't get into drugs. He was kidnapped and murdered by the mob. He's this this is a fictional story, right? I can make fun of this. I can make fun of this, right? Ethan, you know a large percentage of our listeners are in the Chicago area. <laughs> and it's very likely that this could happen to you. <laughs> Finally, we have the screen grab question. Unfortunately, this is one of the lowest scoring <laughs> screen grab questions that we've had. Uh, pretty much, I gave you a half a point for identifying that there's children. <laughs> <laughs> you Didn't said I say a... they were trying to get a ball. You no. You said. <laughs> Let me describe this scene based on how you described it. You said it was children in an unfinished treehouse. It was finished. <laughs> um. You said they had a metal rod that's probably a pool skimmer. Not true. No. It's a vacuum hose. Three uh, vacuum hoses put into one. <laughs> You said that they're trying to shoo away something that's down at the base so they can get down from the tree. Mm, no, they very specifically do not want to get down out of the tree. And you said the kid with the baseball cap is Scotty, and that is not true. That's Benny? <laughs> no, I think it's a... Yes, I think it is Benny, you're right. And I don't even have the picture in front of me, folks. <laughs> so... And I'm looking at a black and white picture. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You got a half a point for the screen grab for identifying that there are, in fact, children in that picture. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Which brings you to our follow-up question. 
Ooh, before we do, I just want to mention that sequence of trying to get the ball back. Mm-hmm. They should have brought the Erector set back to sell after this movie came out. Because I'll be damned if this movie isn't one good advertisement for the Erector. Right. No, I was watching that and I was like, you might not know this, but a lot of people probably don't know this. But a lot of libraries are now like teaching coding and like construction mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm like, damn, this would be good for a school. <laughs> Kids would really be into this. Sorry, buddy. You got to get budget Tinker Toys. <laughs> Tonker Toes. All I have are some copper wires I stripped from my house. Um... <laughs> well, you, you run around to any house that's for sale and strip all the copper wires out, right? Hey, I live in an apartment building. I don't have to run around to any house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make a living. I've always wondered where those people sell the copper wires. I think they just use them. Hmm. It's just nice to have a house, a suit of copper armor. (laughs) (laughs) So you can redirect any electrical attacks sent to you. I think people are using them uh, to shape bonsai trees. (laughs) Bonsai, he says. Bonsai. You know what? You actually are more correct than the American pronunciation, so I can't talk shit. Yeah, I know. I listen. I'm you. Don't, I don't know if you know this, but I'm getting really into bonsai. Oh, cool. Where? I've, where? Show me. I have two potted maple trees on my porch, and Ooh. a little pot of like a mini grove of elm trees, Aww. and I watch uh, a Japanese British man on youtube all the time unrelated i just watch (laughs) (laughs) he's just a guy living his life all right so ethan would you rewatch this movie uh honestly yeah i was very pleasantly surprised by the sandlot um i had a fun time with it i was surprised when you said that this movie would not be for me I feel like you were just trying to temper my expectations. Um, I would say this movie was not made for us. That's what I said. This movie uh, is not made for us. Because we were babies when it came out. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what I meant. (laughs) No, I feel like this movie is like my brother's favorite movie and he's like a huge sports guy like Ah. if you are really into sports this movie is just like a home run for you (laughs) but i think this movie works for a broad audience like yeah yeah it it has a great nostalgia for just being a kid and playing with your neighborhood friends Mm -hmm. i didn't play a lot of sports growing up in fact i quit a lot of sports growing up um, I only really started getting into baseball after I started dating Kira, and I do like watching it. Um, but I don't know. It's it's just a, it's a fun movie that made me nostalgic for a thing that I didn't do. Yeah, and I was like, damn, I wish I could go play baseball <laughs> with just some local people and also be a child again. <laughs> I would love to beat one of these childs too. Um, Scotty. 
I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> no, you can cut it. <laughs> no, it's, it's staying in. Yeah, I would rate this movie as good. It's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it does really good work with nostalgia and, you know, because it is a, a group of kids and there is one kid who doesn't know anything about baseball, he's a good uh, stand-in mm-hmm. for uh, you and I who really would, I I solely learned who Babe Ruth was because I saw this movie as a kid. Hmm. Like, I wouldn't, I probably would be in the same boat as you about these n- nicknames for him. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think I would rewatch this movie again, too. But it's, again, it's not made for me, so it's not like a movie that I'm going to, like, return to often. I would rewatch it, but I'm not going to, like, seek it out because I just... Right, you're not sure when you would watch it again, but if it yeah. was playing, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I would watch this. Yeah. I would have no problems rewatching. There's something so charming to Scotty having a ball and having just no idea how to get it back to someone (laughs) so that he (laughs) kind of briskly jogs back to the person, hands it to them and says, sorry. (laughs) I love every single time he does that. All the... like it's hard with movies with chi- with kid actors. I think every kid in this movie does an amazing job. Polly. Wes is showing me his Polly pocket. Hello there. <laughs> I just took off her skirt. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> See the plastic that lies beneath. Uh, Ethan, would you show this to a kid you're babysitting? (sighs) This is where it gets trickier. (laughs) This is a more nuanced question. Because there are parts of this movie where, I mean, obviously you have to actively point out, don't do that, that's not okay. Um, don't say that girls can't play baseball. (laughs) Don't say that crying is bad. Uh, so I mean, like... But at the same time, they're kids. They're going to say stuff like this. It's written realistically. Like, I'm not going to talk bad about that aspect. So, yeah, I, I would I would show this to to a kid I'm babysitting. I think I'd show this to a kid I'm babysitting if they're, like, 10 or 12. Like, they're on the tail end of even needing a babysitter. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't show this to a young kid. Why not? Because I think there's so much misogyny in it mm. that I think if you're younger than 10, like, you're just going to absorb it without really. Yeah, it's one of those things that kids are going to laugh with instead of at. Because yeah. you and I, as adults, we're laughing at the misogyny because kids are stupid. Right. So uh, I can now reveal that you got... A total of 9.75 points. I want to thank Babe Ruth. I want to thank the American Journal of Losers. I want to thank Adam. I want to thank Cosmo. I want to thank Joey. Um, And I want to thank you for giving me the quiz. And I want to thank you, the audience, for listening. And I want to thank you, Wesley, for listening. Uh... I'd also like to thank my parents for letting me play T-ball 
letting me run to first base, still keep my Game Boy in my pocket so that I could play Pokemon Gold version, not pay attention when I was supposed to run. Did you say Pokemon Diamond? <laughs> what? Did you say Pokemon Dazzling Diamond? I did not say I did not say Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, it's it yeah, it's a it's a it's a good movie. And now Respect. we're essentially tied. Shut up. <laughs> Until I get scored on this quiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm one quiz ahead of you. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Beetlejuice. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Wes. I forgot to tell you they're <laughs> remaking Beetlejuice. His, what if that was his voice? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm Beetlejuice. I would say infinitely better movie. <laughs> it would be so much better. <laughs> you would prefer me as Beetlejuice than Michael Keaton? I would prefer just something milk toast. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Somebody who's chilled out a little bit. Yeah. So what I would honestly prefer one of those uh people who are like sitting around like the HR desks. Me? Yeah. Oh, you're saying a completely different focused movie where we're in the underworld bureaucracy and you want to look at the HR person? Cut out the underworld part. You want a movie about a guy working in <laughs> HR. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I could get that for you. Beetlejuice 2. <laughs> Beetletooth. <laughs> Mark Evan Jackson is Beetlejuice. Mark, come pl- Mark, please come on the pod. We need someone to mellow out our energy. I want Seth All right, Rogen. Uh, that's fine. I would take Seth Rogen. Joe? Take that as a no. Uh, For some reason, cool, when he said Joe. The first thing I said, I thought was, uh, the the coach from Penn State. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was his name? It's like Joe Paterno or something like that. That's it. Yep, Joe Paterno. Well, uh, thanks for listening to this half. We'll be right back, and I will quiz Wes. On what happened at Penn State. (laughs) (laughs) And Moana. (laughs) Perhaps the two are more linked than we thought. I'm tired of people telling me I have a nice voice. I want people to care about the content. The note I always got when there, there was like some regional musical award uh, that would happen in Dane County. Mm-hmm. And they would send judges uh, to my high school musical every year, and the same, the really the uh, the main uh, <laughs> uh, criticism I got year after year, and they devoted like a full paragraph to it was. <laughs> While Wesley Corpola brings a lot of charisma and humor to his role, <laughs> his his singing has a lot to be desired. <laughs> There's a lot to be desired. I think that a lot of musicals 
lack that humor and charisma because too many people are focused on singing. To the point where, like, everyone's singing voice just sounds the goddamn same. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't really care for musicals because most of them aren't directed well. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's talk about Moana, another musical. <laughs> what a lead-in. <laughs> a disappointed lead-in. Um, well, it's from our musical King and Overlord, which I, I'm sure you'll mention in your What Do You Know About It and Why Haven't You Seen It? Um, what do I know about it? Uh, it takes place in the, uh, the Pacific Island region. It stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson as a large buff man who's got tats, shirtless. Oh boy, is he shirtless. (laughs) There's Moana, often mispronounced as Mona by older white women. Um, (laughs) White men never make that mistake. (laughs) White men know their place. (laughs) they know not to speak of her because they haven't seen this movie they keep her name out their mouth they haven't even heard of this movie (laughs) um I believe there's a chicken as the silly sidekick crazy eyed the eyes make up most of its head (laughs) to my knowledge it's going to be fun when you find out who plays that chicken. Because, yes, a human being Joe does Paterno? play that chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was closer than you think. That's right. I do remember the one clip I've seen of this movie is the chicken saying, I didn't know about it. I didn't know. <laughs> Please put my statue back up. And that's why this movie had such a hot controversy. (laughs) Unlike The Secret Life of Pets 2. So, I think this movie primarily takes place on the water. I don't... It's... I want to say they're, like, on a raft. Like, they're, like, stranded. Like, but I don't want to say it's Life of Pi. But I feel like there are similarities between that and Life of Pi. Otherwise, the only other things that come to mind are, I think, in the movie Surf's Up with the chickens. <laughs> so I think with the, with the penguins and the chicken. <laughs> the so, chickens. There's one chicken. What? In yes. Surf's okay. Up. Sorry that I only remembered the best character in the movie. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf is in that movie. I don't give a shit. They made a wrestling sequel. What? <laughs> Look up Surf's Up 2. It has John Cena. It has The Undertaker. Why is it still called Surf's Up? <laughs> Why is it called Surf's Up 2? <laughs> Would not <Wave> tell you. Mania. <laughs> should, hey, uh, audience, should we watch Surf's Up 2 Wave Mania? I haven't seen it, but I've always wanted to. Uh, Vince McMahon plays Mr. McMahon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you think whatever. he knows how to play anyone but himself anymore? Do you think WrestleMania? Do you think Vince McMahon just bought the rights to Surf's Up <laughs> so he could make a sequel? 
I have watched a documentary. The answer is yes. <laughs> what? He was trying to make a big break into children's media because the Scooby-Doo crossovers weren't working. You're serious? Yes. Wow. Why would I lie to you about this? Why would he? He has so much money. Why would he waste it? On Exa- he has money to burn. Why would he waste it on Surf's Up? Which didn't it's a do new well. market. But it didn't do well. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Let's get back to Moana. We're not here to talk about Surf's Up as much as I would like to talk about Wave Mania. This is not a Surf's Up podcast. We could probably... <laughs> but it will be. <laughs> hey, we have a better chance of being the only in Surf's Up podcast. We watch we Surf's of... Up every week. <laughs> Until one of us commits suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't take it. I can't talk about I can't it. take this kind of pressure. Watching Surf's Up. Uh, cool. So I'll take that for your first answer. The second question. Did you tell your mom I wanted something small? I want something big for Christmas. (laughs) Talking about the bad dragon dildo that Wes is having to (laughs) car his mom order him for Christmas. I can fit the wings in. I trust (laughs) He's tried it before. He was in the hospital for a month. Yeah, but now there is like a now there's an imprint in my anus that I can just slide it right in. <laughs> you fit the dragon-shaped cube in the dragon-shaped hole. What? <laughs> oh man, hold on. Take a breath. What phenomena occurs when the heart of Tefiti is not in its place. What event occurs? What types of things occur when this object is not where it's supposed to be? Okay, tsunami. Okay. Torrential rain. Okay. Everyone's firstborn son dies. (laughs) Unless you mark your door with an X. And of course, lamb's blood. Lamb's blood. <laughs> and you know what? I think indirectly, in a way you didn't intend, I think this th- it being stolen leads to a song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Open-ended question number three. What does Maui, the rock's character, uh, I didn't his know hook... He was playing Mao. Let him do. He plays Chairman Mao. Uh, what does Maui's hook let him do? What powers does it bestow upon him? Huh. It would be helpful if I knew what you even meant by hook. <laughs> like, that could be, it sure would. It could be really be anything. Right now I'm picturing like a big anchor. Or like a grappling You're not thinking hook. of the song by Blues Traveler? I really think you need something tangible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. An album. (laughs) An LP vinyl. (laughs) That's somehow printed only with hook. Um, I'm never making mixed vinyls anymore. 
that it's going to be kind of like Thor's hammer, but when it's underwater. So he'll be able to swing it underwater and he'll be able to propel him forward at fast speeds. Okay. That or the opposite. It'll slow him down. It's a big hook. He just sinks like a rock. Yeah. Not really a special power. Unless we're just thinking about gravity being a special force or if we're all thinking of the end goal of every life is ending it by my own hand the way chairman mao wanted it to be (laughs) (laughs) all right and then uh, the final open-ended question i'd like you to rank these buddies uh for how long they spend with moana on her journey so i'll give you four buddies okay the snow buddies yeah, but there aren't eight of them. Not enough. Not <laughs> enough for a full sled dog team. Uh, four buddies. Who spends the most time, and then who spends with the least time? So we'll go from most to least time. Okay. Hey, hey, the chicken. Pua, the cute little pig. Maui, the rock, the wrestler, not the object. Uh, and then sentient water. <laughs> so who we spend the most time with? Yes. So I think it's going to be... Hmm, I was going to say Maui, but I think... No. <laughs> I think it's going to be Maui. And then the sentient water. It'll be like that fucking tree in Pocahontas. Um, never seen Pocahontas. <laughs> you've never seen Pocahontas? Nope. In middle school, I made a fan trailer called Pocahontas <laughs> 2. <laughs> Pocahontas versus the Taliban. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of traction. Definitely got you on a list. <laughs> no, it was very patriotic. Pocahontas was... It was a lot like uh, Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. The U.S. government unthought... Stop trying to push... <laughs> Sherlock Holmes in the Twitter. You are just looking for any talk. Don't follow Wes on Twitter. He's just talking about Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. Watson! Back to life. Back to life. All right, and then your your last two are the pig and the chicken. Chicken and the pig. Because that pig enters a pig roast. It's fucking roasted. Yeah, Pete Davidson's in this movie. (laughs) Hell, he's dating Moana. (laughs) He's dating everybody now. (sighs) Multiple choice. Why does Moana leave her home island? A... It's an accident. B. She yearns for adventure. C. To break a curse. Or D. It's a rite of passage. Mm, I'm going to say rite of passage because I think I'm going to tr- uh, get you on a technicality that it's just going to be a t- t- uh, rite of passage no matter what. So I'm going to get the point. Okay. <laughs> Everything is a rite of passage. <laughs> Uh, multiple choice number two. What is life? What, what if not every day? 
was really hoping you would go like, what's the point of doing this fucking quiz? <laughs> if I keep getting interrupted. <laughs> it reminds me, one of my favorite episodes of Freedom, uh, which I don't know if you've listened to. Not in a while. Uh, one of my favorite episodes is when I think Scott is trying to tell a story. Uh, and Lauren and Paul keep interrupting him, <laughs> and he just screams, "I'm fucking done!" <laughs> no, I'm not telling the story anymore. I do remember that one. <laughs> I was like, "Is this real? Is he actually mad?" <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> What didn't Maui provide mankind? A, the sky. B, the night. C, grass. Or D, coconuts via eel guts. I scoff at the last one because we all know he provided that. (laughs) Come on. Child's play. It's, we've all heard about it. It's at the Hell, end of the Old Testament and the beginning of the New Testament. Hell, I've provided coconuts via EO guts. Everyone does it. It's a rite of passage. <laughs> what is life if not every day you wake up and provide coconuts through EO guts? I have a big bucket next to my bed. I climb out the window. I punch a hole in the ground. EO guts go in. 25 minutes later, you got coconuts. <laughs> then I go on with my day. Take my antidepressants. <laughs> it is time to rock and roll. Um, I'm gonna say C. What was C again? Grass. Grass. Yes, grass. He didn't make grass. Hell no. We always had that. Multiple choice number three. Where do they find Maui's hook after it's been missing? Up his ass. Up his. Deep in there, it's a long adventure. That's how that's that's how that hook got up my ass. Was looking for that <laughs> dragon dildo. When the hook <laughs> brings you here, yeah. I like the idea of a dildo getting stuck in someone's ass, and then a doctor shoots a grappling hook to try and retrieve it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold. <laughs> it's the back of the person's knee, and they collapse. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try that again. It takes five minutes to roll the hook back in. Before anyone says shit, I know that I just sang the lyrics to Hook to crash into me. Alright? I know I fucked up. Anyway. Where's the hook? A. The realm of monsters. B. A volcano. C, the bottom of the ocean. Or D, the heart of a true believer. <laughs> um, okay, A, I'm pretty sure, is just Godzilla versus King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say volcano. It's in a volcano. It's going to be one of those fucking volcanoes in that Pixar short. (laughs) The fucking gay ones. They're not, aren't they? I thought that they sexualized those volcanoes a bit too much. (laughs) 
Oh, that's right. I forgot about the... They gendered volcanoes. Yeah, I forgot about the genitalia. One of them... Nope. I forgot that the opening line is, I identify as male. (laughs) He sings it. (laughs) It's a beautiful song for cis kids everywhere. (laughs) Finally, the cis kids get a song. (laughs) It's been so long. Sis Kids have never really had an I Am song from a musical. And it's it's really about time they got one from what's that short called? Volcano? No. It's, I don't remember. Volcanoes. Volcan- Volcanus. Volcani. Volcani. Volcan, no, you can't. Uh, multiple choice number four. Who does not get sick of the chicken's bullshit? A. Moana. B. Maui. C. The ocean. Or D. Everyone's sick of this chicken. I think everyone's sick of this chicken. I think this chicken brings nothing to the table. And I'll give you a bonus question. What does the chicken do... That just upsets people. Like, can you give me any specific things? I want to say it's always running around. I want to okay. say it's squawking constantly. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to say, because I've been watching Frasier again, it's always going to be looking at Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I left the note always looking at KG because I ran out of space. Very curious to see if I'll remember what that's in reference to. Mm. Then the final multiple choice question, what gifts does Tafiti bestow upon Moana and Maui at the end of the movie? A, she resurrects Hey Hey the Chicken. B, uh, she gives them a boat and a new hook. C, she marries them. Or D, Moana's island will be bountiful forever. Well, I don't know about D. I don't know how much you can promise with D because of climate change. But. (laughs) (laughs) Look, a goddess can only go so far. (laughs) When the one true god is causing climate change. (laughs) He wants us to be hot. He's trying to get us all in uh, Hawaiian shirt mode. Like he is. He's been on the Hawaiian shirt mode for a long time. And it's like I think you guys need to know that God is Tommy Bahama. <laughs> I was gonna say he's John Candy. <laughs> <laughs> we lost a legend. John John Candy was the son. He was the son. And the Holy Ghost is Tommy Bahama. Um, the Antichrist was Chris Farley. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't that funny. (laughs) Who would have thought hot takes on Chris Farley (laughs) would come in our Moana episode? Uh, I'm gonna say that she prom uh, she gets him hitched. Uh Are you gonna like that? Do you, do you like that? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to like it. <laughs> I'm going to like it so much, Ethan. <laughs> Stop.
Okay, I did. Move on. <laughs> do they like do they you are going to like it. Okay. I thought you were just saying you're going to like it to be creepy to me. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Nasty man. Uh, true or false? In one verse of the song How Far I'll Go, Lin-Manuel Miranda rhymes island with island just once. I'm going to say false. He does it all the time. <laughs> I also love the idea of a song being called How Far Will I Go? Because... It's not... <laughs> It's not a question. It's a declarative <laughs> statement. How how far I'll go? Oh, I thought it was a question. How far will I go? <laughs> I'm not even thinking geographically. I'm like, my immediate thought was, oh, that's a song that could go in Sweeney Todd. <laughs> how far will well, I we, go with this? <laughs> well, before we started recording, you told me how far you'd go, and it's across the entire library. <laughs> to kill someone and make them into pies. <laughs> yes. Chicken run? Where? <laughs> Behind you. It's playing. <laughs> Turn it off. It's Mel Gibson. Imagine a TV cart with chicken run on it that's like haunted and follows <laughs> you everywhere. Like you're sleeping at night and then the glow on your face <laughs> reveals the TV cart has followed you. Has she gone on holiday? <laughs> Chicken pies. Pies, pies, pies. True or false? Maui has a mini tattoo that spells out what he's thinking. Like with words. So it's written on his body and it changes. And it says what he's thinking. Yes, I think so. His, his tattoos do change. I think that is true. And you think it's written word? Maybe not my written word, but a written word. <laughs> That's, of course, the Tommy Bahama Bible, the John Candy <laughs> New Testament. <laughs> True or false? Little goblin pirates that wear coconuts. Wait, what? True or false? <laughs> this is how I wrote this, and I'm not yeah, editorializing. Yeah, i say it again. <laughs> True or false? Little goblin pirates that wear coconuts. Okay, true. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to offer a bonus question, but I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'll say true to that as well. Uh, true or false? Big talking crab played by Taika Waititi. True. I think he is in this movie. Okay. Uh, true or false? Wait, big no, talking crab. No, I'm fuck. It's not Taika Waititi. It's not. <laughs> Do you okay? I'll, false. You, that, you said it before I could add it's anything, false. so I, I'll I'll rescind it. It's false. It's Jermaine Clement. We talked about this. When? That your bonus <laughs> question is when did we talk about this? June third. <laughs> <laughs> I have to scan through all of our text conversations to see if it's correct. Uh, true or false, Moana's parents are dead by the end of the movie. Yeah, sure. 
And no one really cares. It's a lot like the air conditioner. It's... It's fine. So what? their time. So what that we lose Moana's family? Moana's two old, cishet, white parents. She'll get over it. <laughs> we all do. I did. When I lost my Moana's family parents. at the my West parents Town are still Mall. Alive. When you turned your parents into pies. Because <laughs> they stepped into my library, my jurisdiction. <laughs> where, you, where your license to kill has yet to be revoked. And then true or false, this movie has a post-credits scene. Uh, I'll say true. It's Disney. It's up to you to tell me what it is. Um, it's just more chicken shit. <laughs> <laughs> but in real life. <laughs> Alright, now it's time for the screenshot and i have sent it over to you right now all right so this is a screen grab from the suicide squad okay uh this is moana she's on an island okay aren't we all what aren't we all on an island someone just watched inside out um <laughs> This is Maui that she's looking at. So his tats make he has yeah his tats make him into a shark when he touches water. I'm gonna say when he touches water he turns into a shark. Uh, this is roughly the point in the movie where uh. You know, this is maybe halfway through when his secret's revealed. You know, he tried to hide it by going into an old abandoned windmill while the chicken and Moana slept <laughs> outside. And he was offering to make we. She was offering to make weed rat stew. I don't know if you know this. Moana <laughs> makes a mean. <laughs> Weed rats too. They'd really been connecting <laughs> after the whole castle rescue. <laughs> but yeah, uh he's pretty uh uncomfortable sharing the side of him. And Moana is kind of low key freaking out but's trying to be sympathetic. Okay. I will take it. And with that, I will conclude the Moana quiz as well as this episode of the show. And now it's my turn to read the outro well, where I will say... We have to have our, op- our closing ceremonies. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have the torch? <laughs> no, I only have the drums. <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, that, oh, that means I have the torch and it's still lit. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I like the idea of someone losing the Olympic flame. I like the idea of ending the the episode on, oh no!
I'll fade it out and I'll bring it back. Welcome back. Uh, this is the conclusion. You've been listening to the game show We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The current score is Ethan 39.25 and Wes 39.5. Despite saying that we are tied earlier in the quiz, Wes is one quiz behind me and still beating my score. <laughs> Uh, also, Kira is on the board. She has 7.75 points out of her predicted 10. I predicted that by the end of this, I will get 64 points. I have one quiz left to do that. Uh, Wes predicted that he has 75. He has this quiz and one more to figure that out. Please follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow me at Powerful Goose or on Letterboxd at E Geese. You can follow Wesley on either platform at Baby Wesley. And remember, we got something new for you this week. It's not just a random poll from the show. Uh, it's going to be something profound. I want to leave you with something to, to really chew on, ruminate, send it through your four stomachs. It's a, it's a message uh, about bettering yourself, about bettering ourselves as a species. We're, we're really going to teach you what our core values are and what what uh, what we really believe in what we're trying to get you to believe in so I want to hit you with this remember <laughs> Wesley won a big gift for Christmas bye and remember bye <laughs> remember, remember it he wants one send it to him <laughs> Thank you.